Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady with JC. Hey, everyone. We're going to continue our conversation about work-life balance, what that means, which is something different to everybody, and how your organization can get to the bottom of, to be quite honest, helping your employees. Why? Because employee turnover is high. The cost is incredibly high. Um, Just losing an employee who's only been there for a few months can cost a small business and a large business thousands of dollars. So we want to help you uh, retain good employees, attract good employees, motivate them, and help them have an amazing employee experience through work-life balance. But that means you need to be authentic. If companies are not being authentic, your employees are going to figure it out. Yeah, well, your, your customers might figure it out too, Wendy. You know, I went to an Italian restaurant. They claimed to be a super authentic, but they weren't. They were just a, a bunch of impastas. <laughs> oh, my Dude, goodness. Impasta. You get it? All right. I got right. it. I Look, got it. <laughs> living authentically means putting your own wants and values ahead of those that society your friends, and your family may have for you. And the capacity to reach your actual potential, respect from others, contentment, and well-being are just a few of the advantages of living authentically. It definitely is something that could begin from the time you wake up in the morning, believe it or not. It really is. I was reading an article today, um, somebody's post, I think it was a a lawyer or an HR Q&A person on LinkedIn, and it was an employee saying, okay, I've interviewed with this company. They, you know, said it was all over the advertisements and website that there is a flexible work um, space, flexible work environment, that we really care about people's work-life balance. And within, you know, a very short period of time, this employee is saying that their their uh, manager is like emailing them and texting them in the off hours. And she's just like, no, I'm not going to answer these because this is what we agreed on in the interview is that I'm going to have a life and I will give you 110% when I'm at work. Um, so the question was, what do I do? Is it me? Am I being unreasonable, the employee, or is it the employer? Yeah. And most people that were responding were saying, um, I think the employer is being unreasonable. But then I read somebody posted something like, you know what? I think what you think is work-life balance and what your manager thinks is work-life balance, you're not on the same page. <laughs> and and I was literally thinking, well, no, really, that's that's an easy one to figure out. But what concerns me more is the company, the CEOs, the executives, the HR department is spending all this time and money saying, no, we want work life balance. We work, want work life balance. But they didn't go the next step and explain it to the managers that right. this is what it means. Yep. This is what we're mandating. And you cannot abuse our employees um, moving forward. And so there was a huge disconnect. And I can tell you when that HR person gets that uh, resignation notice and says why, they're probably going to be so upset. <laughs> well, it kind of like single-handedly starts to dismantle the culture that the leader is attempting to build within their organization. 
It really right. does. You right. know, it, when when you've gone to that length and you're trying to impress this upon your organization, it doesn't matter how large the business is, by discovering who you as a person truly are, you're going to develop a greater sense of self-awareness. Your self-awareness will help enable you to recognize your genuine passions as well as your strengths and limitations, and you can impress this upon those who you work with and, and possibly work for. Now, being genuine also enables us to create a lasting and significant impact in our professional roles. So, according to various studies out there, employees' job happiness, engagement, and self-reported performance are all so much higher the more that they feel genuine in their work environments. So if they feel they can't talk to you, and if you're going to play a game of shifty cups, it could be a downhill slide. It, it really could be. I mean, employee experience is... You know, it's not just this word that you should be throwing around. There's a, a major change and shift of the talent pool. Um, first of all, not there's not actually enough talent available. And then on top of that, you know, people can easily go to another company or even create their own company. I, I caution anybody considering that right now that it is a lot of work. Um, yes. There is not a guaranteed paycheck coming with that. Um, but, you know, Going back to what we were talking about a little while ago about flexible work environments and um, just know that some people might be okay with working um, less than full time. It just depends on what is value to them. Not everybody needs health insurance because they maybe they have it from the military. Maybe they have it from another option uh, such as a family member. So maybe them working only 20 or 30 hours a week is going to satisfy them and your needs. Now, I do find that most people do, you know, majority of people, not most, do say, hey, I want full-time hours just because I want the full-time paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, unless you're fortunate enough to be with one of those organizations. I, I could, I'll share this openly. When I was with the uh, Public Broadcast Network, PBS, uh, they, it was 37 and a half hours a week for full-time. That was nice. That was nice. That's 40 hours worth of pay for 37 and a half hours worth of work in a week. Ain't so bad. Yeah, I see that. I used to see that a lot with um, uh, public organizations. So anything that's usually run with government funds and things like that. And I always like thought this, I mean, this is for 20 years. I always thought like, that's so interesting. All of theirs is 37.5 and the rest of the world is 40 to 45 in the United States. Now it's all over the place. Oh. Like I have to ask and when a client calls me or somebody calls me, they're not my client yet. I'm like, okay, I need a little bit to know a little bit more. I cannot make any assumptions um, on anything. And, and the good you know, companies are saying, hey, it's not just a fad. Uh, we're we are asking our employees what we want, and then we're doing our best to listen and implement changes. And if we can't, at least explaining why we can't implement those changes. Uh, not everybody is an executive. Not everybody is, you know, an ops person. So many employees do make assumptions of why you said yes or no. Usually, when you said no, um, so let's let's you know dust off any assumptions. And whenever you have to tell somebody no, we can't grant your flexible time off or your flexible work schedule and this is what we can do and here is the reason why authenticity so so important otherwise it, it, you're gonna end up in the news absolutely it goes hand in hand with the other uh catchphrase here as some say over the past few years 
but it's actually more than a catchphrase. It's, it's something extremely important that could be a show all unto itself, and that's psychological safety. When employees feel safe, they feel secure and at ease presenting who they truly are at work, they're being authentic. And employees require a profound sense of belonging and psychological safety reinforced from who you are as a leader or manager in order for them to fully show up authentically and continue doing that for you. It's going to change the culture of your organization if you reinforce it. Exactly. And it's going to uh, maybe not eliminate, but definitely reduce voluntary turnover. It's going to reduce that stress and burnout that we're talking about because employees will feel, okay, I can take this day off and it's not going to be a ding on my record. So be authentic. Don't fake it. And for some of you that are listening today that say, you know what, my management team's never going to go for this. You know, why don't you try a gentle approach and get the facts first, not emotions, get the facts first when you're trying to sell them some kind of work-life balance program and then start small and maybe even do test pilots. Like, hey, we're just going to do this for the fall or over the holiday season or the summer to see if it works. And maybe if you have a large um, organization with different locations, you just do a sample at a time just for this location or just for this uh, type of roles. Are we going to do X policy? So start small. It's easier to handle. And honestly, it's easier to cancel if it's not working out. With that said, we'll be right back with our last section, which is going to be putting those policies in writing. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.